morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing day. Welcome to Follow Me. This is my new podcast. We've transitioned from Coffee in Christ, although I still do have coffee, to Follow Me. And the thought behind Follow Me is uh, in this world right now, I think there's a great opportunity to just do what Jesus said follow me, follow his teachings, be a disciple of Jesus. I think that's what this world is looking for. So specifically, if you're listening to this and your purposes may be a little bit cloudy, maybe you're working a job and you're thinking, boy, this isn't what I should be doing, or I'm not, I'm not having a life full of joy and peace and all those things, well, the way to get there, the way, Jesus, is to follow Jesus. It's simple. So this podcast will be just like Coffee in Christ in that it is totally spontaneous. I'll read the word and share what's coming to me, but with a a specific orientation to how I can apply those things in my life which my hope is that it will then give you, inspire you to do the same. And maybe we'll have some similarities. Maybe you'll see some things in your life that are overlapping with mine. And it'll bring you uh, a little bit of perspective as well. So let's start off with the verse of the day. I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. So as I look at that and think into that, I think the beauty of this is that it's this refreshing and satisfying is available all the time. I know when I first read it, I thought about back when I was weary, back in the days of living in this world and um, focusing on the American dream and all of that stuff. I was weary. I was working lots of hours. I was emotionally spent. I was rushing and hurrying around. But as I thought about it, yeah, that was great. I was able to, um, through giving my life to Christ, I was able to have all those burdens lifted. But this verse, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint, is available to me every minute of every day. So if there's ever a time that I feel weary or faint, all I have to do is turn to Jesus. And let me tell you, it does work. It works 100% of the time. I know that everything I do, the condition of my heart, the way I move forward in this world with a focus on building the kingdom will require me to turn to Jesus in every circumstance. So beautiful. I love it. All right, let's go to the plan. And I did read this plan earlier. Sorry, I... (laughs) So, what this will allow, I'm going to be able to share... I think even more from my heart 
um, because I have read it a few minutes ago. So let's jump right in here. Permanent wealth. In an age where people seek to make good investments to secure the future, Jesus gives us tips on permanent investments we can make. Key requirements are that we need to first acquire a futuristic perspective that can help us envision and focus on long-term prospects. I love that. Permanent wealth. So you know where this is going. As soon as I read that, I'm like, wow, yes. Nothing in this world. It's all temporary. We're looking for permanent wealth. The balance of wealth. Investing on earth involves investing in career. Did that. Money. Yep. Possessions. Mm-hmm. Family. Yes. Health. Yes. Still doing that. <laughs> Etc. While these should not be neglected, Jesus encourages us to balance these out by focusing on God's guidance. Living His purpose eternal rewards, building relationships, and spiritual health. Oh my goodness, is that beautiful? I just feel like to follow him is to embrace those things. And if you're a bit of a rebel like me, just knowing that will make you, it makes me charge, charge forward to do what Jesus is encouraging, living his purpose, eternal rewards, building relationships, and spiritual health. That's what this podcast is all about, building spiritual health, sharing the word, being in the word, what the verse of the day talked about, turning to Jesus in a situation. When I'm weary, and he'll also satisfy. So, so good. Next, where is our treasure? As residents in this world, we develop skills, work, save slash invest, accumulate assets, and build health. Check, check, check. Yes, we do. As residents of the heavenly kingdom, in a similar manner, we acquire spiritual gifts, grow spiritually, share our assets and gifts with others, invest spiritually, and develop a spiritual fitness. Isn't that great? It's so much, it's so gratifying to be part of the heavenly kingdom. To be able to, to do those things. So the question is, where is our focus? How do we strike the balance? You know, that's an interesting question. I think for me, I lived in this world for so long. It's almost like a pendulum for me that I lived in this world for so long, so there was zero balance. And once I discovered God and what he has to offer, I really swung the other way. And I'm still quite a ways spun to that far end, which is okay, I believe, because that is my focus. How do we strike the balance? I think that's the difficult part. At least for me it is, maybe it is for you too, is to come back and allow some of those things of this world to, to take, take hold. I can give an example, like this week, one of my goals was to build a budget, which is definitely back to this world stuff. 
So I started by just capturing, I did this yesterday, I captured all my spending. And when you write it down and you see it in front of you, it's like, wow, okay. So now as a result of this, I think what I'm going to do is take a look at that spending and see you know, where, where my treasure is going and um, make some assessments about that. See, and I'm taking a note. This is how it works. A new inspiration inspired. So I'm going to say, look at spending. And what does it show me about eternal heavenly perspective? So good. See, there we go. <laughs> that was worth it right there. See, this is how the word works. I would have never come up with that had I not been in the word. And frankly, had I not been doing this podcast. So thank you, God, for that. How do we strike the balance? So it's the balance between spiritual and this world with a focus on spiritual. This is the way I'm going to term it. Put a balance on this world. And I think for me, because my this world experience was so, <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it was, uh, it was uh, hectic and unfulfilled, empty, all those things. And the journey that God has me on lately is to really, really, I think, radically focus on him and developing that relationship above all else, which scripture teaches all over the place, but to actually do it is, for me, it's been eye-opening, a little scary. I'm sure I'm stepping out in faith in so many ways. So I just continue, continue down the path. The blazing perspective, it's all in the eye our perspective. Jesus highlights that if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. Many Christians want to have the cake and eat it too. All that the world can give and all that heaven can give. Jesus emphasized that you can only have allegiance with one master. You can only traverse one path. One perception seals our choice and sets our path. Boy, boy, this... uh, summarizes my life again because I had all that this world had to give and I really didn't even care about what the world was giving me because I learned through experience that it's empty what this world has so I got to see it firsthand <clears throat> and now is when I have the the light Your eyes clear, your whole body will be full of light. And that's the way I feel. I've never felt more alive than I do right now. Thank you, Jesus. You can only have allegiance with one master. I mean, that's so um, 
black and white. So it is a, a matter of, and I'm not, you know, 100% there yet. There's still some things that I get anxious about. But I'm quickly turning them over to Jesus. And um, that habit is starting to really take hold. Therefore, it's, it's resulting in a peace for me that I've never experienced in my life. Uh, it's so good. You can only traverse one path. Our perception seals our choice and sets our path. Yeah, what we perceive does seal our choice and set our path. So it's so important for me to keep my perspective a heavenly perspective and not give in to temptation to to give a this world perspective. So I think Anytime I would do that, it takes me away from God and not, it doesn't move me towards God. And there are consequences for that. Spiritual darkness is the greatest darkness. Even partial spiritual darkness, where most of us are at, is extremely dangerous. How do we fight the darkness within? It is the Holy Spirit within that is leading us to the light. So beautiful. I trust in the Holy Spirit. So if you're finding any of these words resonating with you, it is by faith, 100%. But listen, to know that Jesus died for you and I, came back and the Spirit resides in us, how cool is that? So it isn't like we have to go seek the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is right there within us. And that is how we overcome the darkness within. So the darkness is within us. It's not out there. It's within us. Are we following his guidance completely or do we still carry little dark secrets which prevent us from enjoying more freedom and light? Uh, Again, that to me, if there's one thing I've learned in this life is especially post post Christ for me is continually ask God to seek out my heart and reveal those things that I am holding on to putting above God because I want to see them and take action and root them out because I know by doing that I enjoy more freedom and light and this year so far has been just an explosion of freedom and light for me. And I love this path. The benevolent master. Choose your master. Jesus is clear that you cannot serve God and wealth. Having wealth and serving wealth are two different things. Very good. Having wealth and serving wealth are two different things. I think that is a beautiful way to look at it. No matter your circumstance in life, some of us have wealth, some of us don't. That's not the key. It's, there can be millionaires out there 
two millionaires have the same amount of money. One can be serving wealth and one can have wealth. Such a difference because when you have it, you want to share it. When you serve it, you're a slave to it. So that, I think, is the key. Who is your master? Question. Jesus, 100%. Only one master. Our heavenly master. Yes. And guess what? That master never disappoints. Always fills us to satisfaction. Is very patient and gentle. Aligns with our capabilities. Rewards far beyond what we deserve. With treasure that never fades. The earthly master leaves you empty. The heavenly master keeps you full. And the question is, how can we ensure our allegiance to Jesus is not only verbal and partial, but complete? And my takeaway from that is follow the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide your steps the right way. And uh, the other way is to surround yourself with people who can speak that truth with grace into you and to me that am I am I honoring am I a slave to wealth am I serving wealth or am I serving Jesus <laughs> it's so good um, so how else can I ensure it I think staying in the word surrendering everything to Jesus and now those are the questions I have for you how do you follow him and it's exactly what this is talking about and this is really concerning wealth and the pursuit of wealth this world wealth have an eternal perspective on it don't serve two masters become ruthlessly focused on serving one master and that is Jesus From there, you will see and feel the light. You will be the light that this world needs. It'll just be natural because you will naturally follow the Holy Spirit. I will naturally follow the Holy Spirit. Matthew 6, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also I love it the eye is the lamp of the body if your eyes are healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eyes are unhealthy your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light within you is darkness how great is that darkness I've been there before God it was just it was all darkness it was just terrible I hate to even think about it no one can serve two masters either either you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve both God and money pretty straightforward that's a command Luke 12 sell your possessions and give to the poor provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out treasure in heaven that will never fail where no thief comes near and no moth destroys for where your treasure is there your heart will also will be also 
beautiful. Your eye is the lamp of your body. This is Luke 11. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body is also is full of light. But when they are unhealthy, your body is also full of darkness. They repeat this here. See to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it is dark, it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines its light on you. So that's Luke 11, the same thing as they were saying in Matthew, a little different perspective. And we know how important perspective is. No one can serve two masters, Luke 16. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So good. All right. Well, that little study took up our whole time here. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Follow Me. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transform. And... Give, shoot me a message on how and how this is impacting you, how you are able to follow Jesus, maybe in a little more inspired fashion, how your body is now more full of light. Let's get those bodies fully lit up so we can be the light that this world needs. Okay, we'll see you next time. Take care.